Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. Tyler Recker of Days. And speaking of, Just... I too will put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Awesome. I appreciate you telling me that after we started recording. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode 93, special edition, patch nodes, manifesto, all that good stuff. It is. That's what we're talking about today. It is. None, none, none yep. of the good stuff. Just dev manifesto nope. and patch notes. You're missing all the juicy I am going to warn you. We're not talking about our week. I had prolotherapy done this morning. I could die and go to sleep right now. So if I seem like I'm off, that's why. Okay. Awesome. So right, uh, it's, it's going to be it. the Tyler show. Uh, dun, 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 dun. This is the Doug Gilmore episode. Right. Going on with my real long term theme of naming favorite hockey or sports players. I got a couple more episodes. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Dougie Gilmore. Just remember Dougie Gilmore? I spent, what, Mm -hmm. seven years in Ontario. So, that you know, he's got a little, I got a little thing for him. It's awesome seeing him in commercials. So you said sweet hair. Uh, for everyone listening, we're not going through the Dev Manifesto and patch notes. We're just talking about it. So, we did it once. One time, if you ever want to listen to that, go back and listen to episode one and two at your own peril. <laughs> yeah. And we did read through the manifesto yeah. and the patch notes. We're not doing that. Now we talk about what we want to talk about yeah. in the manifesto and patch notes. And listen, they were both great. I really like the manifesto and the patch notes. We got lots to talk about. Yeah. I, I, okay, if, if, do you think you could sum up the manifesto and the patch notes in like a short sentence or two? Yeah, I can. Okay, you go first. They want the game to be difficult, and they want you to use skill to progress. That's yep. where I think the direction is going. And I mean, <laughs> they are taking steps to get there, but this was not a baby step. No, I uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, my overall consensus for both of them was cool. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to <laughs> yeah, it. Totally. It wasn't negative. I think that they slightly oversold the nerf, which maybe isn't a bad thing. Really? To kind of make people feel like oh, man. it's going to be way worse than what it is. You think that if they didn't say that kind of stuff and then you saw the numbers, I think people, people would have freaked oh, out. hands down. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I think they oversold oh, it. Oh, to okay. make people not feel so worked up when they saw it. When I first read the manifestos, especially, I was like, okay, this is, I, I like this. I'm, I'm all for it. We're going to get into the patch notes. I thought the same thing. I know I've read on, I decided today, I'm like, oh, I should go take a peek at Reddit. It was great for me to at least see that again, to just remind myself of the the community we play with and the people we have to deal with. And Positive, the negative? General, no, it's, it's negative. It's people being crybabies. Mm. And what cracks me up, my favorite part of all of this is that you're crying about something you can't even play yet. You're crying about something that you haven't played yet. We don't even know. You're reading a number. That's what you're basing it off <laughs> yeah. of. You're reading a number. Like, calm your tits. It's going to yeah. be fine. I'm actually really excited about a lot of this stuff. There's some stuff that I was like, uh, but when you combine all of it, I think what a lot of people forget is that they are so focused on this is the build I play and this is the way that I play. Yeah. And they might not be willing to try something new. And I think this is very much pushing people in the direction of saying, you could continue to play the way you want to play. But look at some of these other options. Yeah. Maybe there's a different way to try it and out. Maybe the way we're playing for some people isn't the way they want us to play. It's not the style of game that they have. For me, I'm one of those people. If you're one of those people that really want to play your way, well, I'm one of those people. And this meta shakeup screwed my old method of theory crafting. Like, I, I have no idea how I'm going to go about building things the way I normally do. I have to completely change my entire mentality about the game. 
but I'm really excited when we get into the patch notes to talk about all of the mana changes. I think that's one of my favorite changes that I know people are just flipping their shit about, but I really like it. it. You know what made me laugh about today? I was like, man, a tabula is not that great anymore early on because you probably don't have the mana to sustain that many multipliers early on. Everybody wants it's kind clarity. Of fun. Every, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody's getting clarity and arrogance. Uh yeah. probably not going to talk about expedition. Nothing was added in the patch notes that we didn't discuss from the reveal. So yep. mm-hmm. no offense to expedition. Yeah, we're on. stoked, but yeah. We're gonna play it. Next. Next <laughs> What a funny <gasps> What's that called <gasps> again? Strange Wilderness. Uh, oh, Strange man. Wilderness. Yeah. What a lame but awesome comment. Didn't even have an ending. All right, so let's get into the manifesto first. That came out two days ago. That's all the same. What do you got? Like the dev manifesto it, it, itself it, yeah. just, just prepped for an onslaught of changes. And if I was the type of person that didn't trust the company to know what they were doing, I, I haven't agreed with every decision that the company's made. Not like I would know any better anyway, but I haven't in the past. But I still trust the company that, you know, going forward, they're going to do what's best. And so great. They're making massive changes. I'm really proud of them for what they're doing. But uh, I was excited to see the actual stats, the actual numbers. There's certain very specific gems that I was really hoping to see numbers on, which they provided. So, yeah, Dead Manifesto is awesome. It's a good prep. For me, the the manifesto was fine to look at. There were some things I'm nervous even still about the flask rework. And we talked about that even in the last episode. Yeah. That until you actually play it. It's a little hard, even when you read the numbers and you see the things, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how that flask rework is going to work. And I don't have a good grasp on it yet, right. but I'm curious to play the game with changes to the flasks. I'm totally open to trying that out. I don't know that it will be perfect, but I love that they're finally doing it. And that if this doesn't work great, this league, then they'll probably be able to, yeah, yeah you know, they, have some sort of effect on it and get eventually to where they want yeah, it to they, be. And I'm fine They have that. time to change it. You know what I mean? And they mentioned that yep. in the reveal. Like, you don't want to just load all this stuff into PoE2 and assume it's going to work. You want to get out what doesn't have to be a PoE2 reveal and get it out, test it, see how it flows with the intentions that we have for the game. So it's nice that they definitely do have time. And I, I got to give GGG huge kudos because they had... I was going to save this for the end, but so let me scroll all the way down here. But they had massive guts they had massive guts to do this uh remember like they backtracked they changed their mind when they want to change power charges like three or four years ago and then they came back completely went away from their decision making and simply apologized for attempting to change it they completely revit and who knows maybe it was an apathetic change from their part but from the community standpoint they completely backtracked for how heist was going to work they completely backtracked with harvest after how that like they they just they've been receiving a lot of really harsh community feedback the last few leagues and despite that they still go ahead and make massive changes that they know are really going to infuriate some people but they did it because they know it needs to be done and so i'm really impressed that they went ahead and did it there's no baby steps or pussyfooting around i thought they did a great job yeah and we're gonna i am actually really curious to kind of go on that conversation as we get into the patch notes specifically when we get into the support gems because i i would love and i've read our discord and people are having good conversations in there as well i i see the fact that people see the nerf and that yeah you literally just disappeared into the sun uh i see that they've 
they've made some nerfs and there's obviously things that are going to change the way people play and you're going to have to certainly do some different things with mana and how you run your supports. I, I I read through a lot of their stuff and I don't go, okay, this is game changing. This has wrecked it. So I feel like sometimes when the people go that far and I, I agree with you that they've got some balls and I love that they're making the changes, but I also didn't look at it and go, well, they went way too far with some of the stuff. And I know some people feel like they did. That's a really weird feeling to me though, when you haven't played it, you know, yeah. like a month into the league, then maybe you might yeah. see something where you're like, wow, they kind of missed the mark on this. But at the point of patch notes, mm -hmm. How on earth can you be so certain that something has come out that is like, you know what I mean? That's it just might gel really well with how everything else goes, sure. but they've really changed a lot. And with everything they've changed with how flasks work, with how mana works, with how damage works, they've increased enemy life again, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's one of those things where sure you see it, you have your opinions. Our opinions are really pointless, which isn't really good to say at the beginning of a podcast episode, but our opinions are really pointless until we've spent a really good amount of time to it until we've seen what the new values are until we've taken a character all the way to as far as we normally like to play. And we see the difference in gameplay. And then you take a new character, a different kind of build, and you do that same content and you compare them because it, this is going to take a, quite a lot of, I guess, experience to really see the value of these changes. It's not really something and that if somebody has an opinion on it early, anyone's going to really care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And doing those, I think doing that, playing that way also with the understanding that the, the idea is to slow down the power yeah. creep. The idea is not to just single click delete enemies and, and bosses going through the game, realizing that they're trying to make it difficult. Yeah. They're trying to make it not so easy. So it's going to play differently. I would imagine it's going to play a little bit differently. Uh, there were a couple things in the in the manifesto I wanted to bring up. One, I really like that they're going to show ailments now on the boss and yourself. Yes. So you'll be able to check out your shock and what percentage has actually affected that boss. I think that's awesome. Oh my goodness. It's crazy that it's taken this long, but whatever. <laughs> we'll take yeah, it. Yeah. We'll take I it. I agree on all counts. Uh, really excited to talk about this when we get into the patch stuff but the trigger cost effect Shut i was up. told i was telling you before the manifesto when we did our last recording i was super excited about that just because of you i'm really <laughs> really excited about it even now it's uh, it's needed and i totally agree with it it 100 screws over every single build i play totally yeah, yeah. uh one thing so and again we're kind of it's hard because manifesto and patch notes do kind of correlate obviously let's just blend them together the veiled thing uh, so i the only thing i didn't like and they gave more detail about it once you were reading about it well no actually they gave all the details of it in the manifesto and then more in the patch notes the aisling craft for betrayal yeah. is a really really dumb change uh, it's one of the few ones where i read it and was like it's not about how i play it i don't need to play this to know that this is dumb the fact that I can add, so it's for adding a, a veiled mod to an item, but they've added a random anal to that. So well, I can't imagine why you would ever use that on some yeah. piece of gear you've really been working on to have a completely random anal added to it. What is the point of building up your betrayal the way you want it to being able to build up this craft that keep in mind, the veiled craft is chance. You already have added one piece of randomization. I don't know what veiled craft I'm going to get. I forget. It counts as a crafted modifier or it does not? Does not. Okay, so you can still have a chance of recuperating 
you can still add a crafted maybe if modifier you happen to get lucky right so if let's say it gets rid but, of a nice max life roll maybe you can still recuperate that maybe at a crafting tier but you know yeah so i yeah i guess i, I just don't like it i just don't like that because if can you imagine if it actually unveiled something that you can't very easily oh, recraft yeah. back what onto it and i get that there's supposed to be some risk but i feel like the risk is i've built up my betrayal board i'm going to randomly throw something onto my item that is not going to be considered craftable which means it's not easily removable right. for me afterwards yeah. that to me is the risk don't throw on like a random f you and i'm going to take a random thing with me i just don't understand yeah. that part I hope that eventually they come back to that one and go, maybe we didn't need that. But otherwise, I I really, really enjoyed reading the manifesto. And I don't normally like it. I don't normally like yeah. the manifesto. It's kind of meh to me, but yeah. I, I'm excited about I'm it. I'm the type of player that will never use an annulment. If I'm excited about an item, it's because I like the majority of the mods on it. I'm not the type of per like I'm I guess I'm the cup half full kind of RNG player where I'm like, oh sweet life a couple resists and a free prefix like i don't care about the sure. mods that aren't min maxed i care about the ones that work for me and so sure. i'm never i've never used an annul i'm just not that kind of player and so in this circumstance i'm never going to use that veiled crafting recipe with aisling i'm just it's not i'm i have zero interest in it um right but yeah, I, one thing that I always like to compliment GGG on is the fact that they actually do dev manifestos. I remember when I first started getting into Diablo way back when that they would have patch notes. And I was like, wow, that's really awesome and thoughtful because I'm used to crap like Ubisoft and EA from back in the day where it'd just be like Splinter Cell or Madden or NHL, right? Where there'd be almost nothing for patch notes, even though they made tons of changes. So I appreciate a dev manifesto that actually explains the direction of the company because they care. It's, I mean, dev manifesto equals care. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, yep. So they released their item filter information. I'm throwing this in right away. Otherwise, I'm never going to get a chance to get it. Sure. In. I like <laughs> I like that they specify if things are classes or base types. I was begging for that for leagues. They They, they are doing it. But I really wish they told you which content was league content and which content was core content. Because I'm not, I don't want to guess. You never, ever want to guess with a filter. You're screwing over thousands of people's experience if you, if you guess wrong. So if GGG ever hears this, maybe I'll write it down in a Reddit post. I would love for those filter things to be a little bit more specific. Like core content league content is easy for them to separate but i don't know when they list these types of things which ones are which so anyway i'll figure it out but also they added nine new base types just and ward mm. but there's two expeditions so that obviously wouldn't be core then right because they said it was two expeditions. I, you know i'm still not sure it says available in expedition so that's not core well when i'm looking added, at the where does it Added nine new equipment base types available in expeditions is right on their patch. Oh, notes. okay, excellent. Okay, because in the actual item filter information, oh, it doesn't show. It, well, yeah, see, I don't know anything about gives, the item filter. It gives so. the nice list. It, there's uh, three helmets, three boots, three gloves, and that's all the ward stuff. Yeah, now, but right? it's just yeah. under base types. It doesn't have anything. Yeah, on their notes, it says available in expeditions. Okay. All right, and it's right above the new utility flasks, which aren't expedition specific no those are everywhere Gold, that's right that's the game corundrum corundum and iron so anyway yeah. but that's awesome because anytime there's a new base type especially a new defense ha, ha, yeah it gets pretty awesome so excited for that and 
I'm excited to see how it plays. Uh, I mean, the league actually releases on the 28th when it comes out for console, but I guess we'll get a sneak. The few players that play PC will get a sneak peek this coming Friday, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. So I, the, with regards to the new skills, I'm still. No, oh, you want to jump right to I'm, skills? I'm re- You're an eager beaver. All right. Well, there's not a whole lot in the beginning part of the patch notes that I care about because right. it's expedition stuff. Uh, no, I'm not jumping right to skills. I'm just talking about the new ones that they announced. Sure. That came out and I, this might be one of the very first leagues where i'm excited to maybe try out a new skill oh new f- as a league starter and only because of the change it's 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 kind of a toss-up i guess because i don't i didn't i don't actually remember the numbers i would have to go back and look at them but they did a lot of buffs to main skills so then it's kind of hard because you could actually just take some current skills that i really like and know that the damage is already higher on i can't them believe some of the skills they changed. buffed <laughs> I, I love it and we're going to talk about that too but i actually really like that and i like that they've made it now so that supports are way different than they were before yes. and, and we'll talk about that but it it, it was one of the very f- first leagues in a long time i can think of where i've been thinking and playing around with the idea of do i actually want to start with a new skill especially if it's a skill that i know that i could easily swap out for one of the skills that maybe got buffed or that I know I could move sure. into. So what are you thinking? What's exciting so, you? Uh, I, I don't know for sure. Cause there's actually a few, I really am excited about the eye of winter. Yeah, that was you the are. one that I was the most, yeah. most, um, excited about. And then I'm not really sure. There's the one that, um, explodes off of you. Voltaxic burst, I think. Oh, is what the it's called. lightning chaos one. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, it would depend on, again, if I can tie them into something else, which I think the eye of winter would not be that hard to scale it with other things if i realized that it just wasn't working very well yeah there's a lot of nice cold stuff that they focused on recently yeah so but it's fun to see this many new skills right off the bat in a new league Mm -hmm. that are so different from each other agreed like there's they're very different play styles to each of them so i'm I'm really excited the method that. that they went about it to try and find one skill whether it was support or active that matched or matched a theme of an ascendancy really was very very intuitive yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so i'm excited for this whole change because like i said it it sounds like they're trying to make this game more of a skill based game not just a build and then basically watch almost like sim like sim city you know what i mean you build the character you'd have the tree you'd have the items and you just through the game so click your way through. so i'm glad that this is turning into like a very much more slower paced hopefully like once they're finished all the acts and all the monsters strategic and like you said last one you really emphasized and they didn't make it a point in their manifesto but last league they got rid of a whole lot of movement speed all around the tree and in ascendancies and Mm -hmm. they they kind of did it again you have to be very careful where you get your movement speed and your escapability from and it's even in your movement skills they're really balancing down movement skills too so pretty neat i'm kind of excited there's there's a lot of stuff going on and i mean i'd like to get into act one if that's that's all right with you well i just want to say i i agree with you i like the fact that they're doing it and it i listen i'm telling you if you're one of the people who who likes to cry on reddit and i mean we don't have anyone on our discord that does but you just make me so happy because when i was reading about people complaining about the fact that a quicksilver now you can roll an additional six to eight percent instead of an additional jesus i don't even remember what it was but it was almost double what the actual quicksilver would roll for speed that's dumb yeah like one single flask should give you that much speed six to eight percent is fine that's just the 
what is that the prefix mm -hmm. yeah like, you're fine you're fine yeah you're still going pretty imagine fast. if they got rid of the quicksilver flask there problem solved <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I don't mind the movement speed stuff. I'm not, the movement speed skill or the movement skills is a bit iffy. Like they are very much moving them into a situational use versus uh, just on cooldown to get going right, faster. Yeah. They are much more situational now than they it's were not before, for, which maybe it's a yeah, good thing. It's not for getting around, it's for escaping. Yep. Yeah. All right, so you want to get if into If you don't one? mind. I, I, Let's I do was, it. Like they mentioned in the dev manifesto, they were going to be redoing it. I love. I can't believe how much they've actually added and revamped, even to the point where they said Brutus has taken the time to renovate his arena. Best best line <laughs> in there at all. Second I can't wait to best. see it. You texted me the best. No, no, I'm talking about it. Just the okay, act one okay. change. You are forgiven. Yeah, not in the whole so, thing. But I just love they've they've redone everything. They've modified monsters. They've buffed monsters. They've one part is terrible. added completely new monsters all across the board yeah. but there yes there is a tar zombie i know what i know you're right the tar F. is the worst my son six years old the other day he's like i wish i wish there was a way that you could get rid of tar even just for a little aren't bit aren't there already enemies in the ship graveyard cave that already put tar uh, on the ground i feel tar like there are Ed, it's it's just now they've added more oh, it makes Ugh. me so nauseous when you're so going also oh, i feel like i'm just slowing down yeah. anyway so and now you can't even like quickly move through tar it. Tar zombies? Come on. I mean, I know you want to slow us down, but just make the base movement speed slower and just get rid of tar. I'm fine with that. I hate tar. But pretty crazy though to have done another big life change, like 46% increased life at, at level one. And then once you get up to level four, it's like, okay, now we're back to right. normal. Uh, that like Mervale. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to be a tough fight now. We just got a buff. They just got a buff. Yeah. And. Thank God they didn't give it to Hillock. <laughs> but Thank you. you well, no, but they did. But they like no, all this monster life increase applied to everyone in Act One. But as a result of that increase, they knocked down Hillock a bit. They reduced. Right? It. So he's yeah. still going to have. I don't even way know who Uzbek is. Still, who's Uzbek? Uzbek? He's the. They said Hillock and Uzbek. Uh, that's the. I think that's the um, the the unique Roa in the area where you break the eggs. Oh, okay. Pretty mm. sure. Anyway, and if yeah. that's correct, forty six percent is crazy. Am I proud? I'm impressed if it is. <laughs> Do you want to get into Flas? I actually don't have okay, a lot so to say about it because we they dealt with it in the reveal. And so we talked a lot about it last episode. I'm crazy excited about it. It's everything I've wanted. I couldn't believe they found a I, natural way to move away from the standard 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yet they even kept the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I can have flasks triggered, which I never even thought they would want to do. At, like to me that's like less interacting you know what i mean so i and and you could have oh man so good so good so a couple quick points that i'll make about flasks one i really do like it and i'm more than anything i like the fact that they're at least trying something and we'll get to see how it plays sure. out a uh, couple concerns we talked about this before if the flask is not uh, sorry if the orbs for adjusting these flasks become as rare as some of the other currency i think it's terrible it's 100 so that's my first concern with them uh, and then after that it's not really a concern it's just more curious because i've always in my head known these are the flasks this is my build i'm gonna go this yeah. direction they have really twisted these flasks around now where i'm going like when on earth would i have ever gone i think i should take an aquamarine i think that's gonna be a good <laughs> i would never have taken that yeah. but now it's like i don't think i could not take right one. And who's so, going to, I mean, maybe we're all going to be playing with mana flasks now. 
mana is going to be <laughs> yeah. a bitch this and, league like it's going to be yeah. crazy and the two new flask orbs don't apply to mana hybrid or, or health, health. Right. it's just the utility ones just so, utility i think it's fun i think it's going to mix things up quite a bit yeah. and i'm excited for that and i think what i would really like to see you kind of see it a little bit with um a couple of the unique flasks but i would love to see unique flasks be even more so like I don't know if they're chase items anymore because they're relatively easy to get a lot of them, but that they do make a difference. That if you, you know, that you're not going to skip out on some unique flasks because the flasks you had before, like, I mean, diamond flasks just got crushed, which is hilarious. And it's just, I, it's not hilarious. It's weird. It, they really, really crush them. But I am excited that now the best yeah. crit based flask you're going with a unique. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. And BK was talking about that kind of with um, like the mentality when we had her on a couple episodes ago, she's she pointed out like they probably just want you to get your crit power from somewhere else. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. It's like you're just yeah. not going and to use I the really... flask for all that power. Now you're going to use something else. So if you want your crit, you know where to go, but it's just not your flask anymore. I haven't seen the new tree. I know there's a way to update to it and I, I should take a look at it, but I got really excited with the flask additions and changes to the tree now mm -hmm. it, it was actually made me quite excited to go check out that right side of the tree because there's a lot of stuff now that is flask based that changes based on what you're playing i don't know i'm 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 excited to see flasks finally do something i don't know that it's going to be exactly what i'm hoping it will be but i love that they're taking a yeah. a step in that direction and then over hopefully the next few leagues they can get it to exactly where it is that they want it maybe it will be already yeah. that unlikely to do a major change to a major part of the game and get it right but i hope i think it's gonna be fun i hope along the lines of what you said about drop rates for these new flask orbs i hope they're as common as alterations and augments or transmutes i really hope so because especially in your first league you want people to try it out you want people to figure things out you want people to see what you know like you want them to experience the content and see what these new changes are like Sure, maybe in three, what are we coming into? 315? So maybe in 316, you change the drop rates to something more alky, maybe. I don't know. But if you're going to make them more alky, then you need to make them more targeted too. Yeah. Like if you're going to make it so that the roll is random, they can't be alky and no. chaos rare to me. It, maybe they will be. And again, we don't play to the, you know, that that 5% that's getting like billions of, of alks and chaos, but if you want you're you're right if they want people to take advantage of this new flask system and gravitate to it and actually grab onto yeah. it and try it you got to give people the ability to actually try yeah. those things out and if i have to roll it 15 times yeah. to get lucky on whatever it is that i'm trying to get as the trigger for example it can't be that i've only seen two of them by the time i'm in maps True. yeah and i mean you definitely do they maybe ggg do they want them want us to be rolling our flasks during the campaign like that sure. i don't know i mean right. maybe they just add more beast crafts right a little bit more targeted uh targeted what are these called enchantments these orbs mm -hmm. they're enchantments right not implicits yeah so yep. you know maybe mm -hmm. you can do something like that and instead of the drop rate but either way really yeah. exciting that's i cannot wait to experience that yeah i'm excited with for the it setup well. i want I... not like dreaming of it but i never get the drops <laughs> <laughs> I uh and then they they changed it so now uh evasion is just lowered to 15 as base but and doesn't go up per level. Isn't that crazy? Now, mm -hmm. here's a thing. How would a new player ever know that you had a base anything and that it increased I per didn't. level? 
Like, I didn't, and it makes sense to me that it shouldn't. So I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, there's other things you did you something get. that I thought always was yeah. a thing. There are other base <laughs> stats that you get per level, but I guess evasion was just that strong. Hmm. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to jump to? I don't care about the arcane and prismatic gem tags. I only care about that stuff when it's when it has some effect on something. It's cool that they're I, adding more gem tags. I, I think tags are awesome. The more they have, the more specific. Sure. But stuff also they can do. the more specific they can be, but also the more variety they can provide. Like one of the things mm -hmm. I remember that really drove me nuts as a new player way back when was my zombies have a spell tag. So why doesn't spell damage improve this? Like me as a new player really trying to figure things out. If that has a spell tag and I increase spell damage, that should increase. Unless you're telling me otherwise in a description, that should increase my damage. But so I remember one of my first builds, I'm trying to make a zombie build and I'm, I'm like super stoked because I have all this spell damage investment. Somehow I was supposed to know that that wasn't the case. So when you add more tags you add more variety i remember when we were playing last epoch they had like two tiers of tags one that was kind yep. of i don't really know how to describe it i forget i i didn't spend much time with the game but they had two tiers of tags which is kind of neat that they were used for different things and so the more tags they add for this game i think the more opportunities they have all right let's talk about some of these new gem well not gym not new but the skills that they changed oh man well just in general I love that they have a, like and they showed what their general mentality was for the damage multiplier changes. You know what I mean? Like basically you would have gems that provide a useful benefit as well as damage. You'll get a certain damage percentage, right? Like 20 to 25 percent or something like that. But those that only give damage and have a very small restriction, so like can be used in a wide variety of circumstances. 30 to 35%. And the ones that have a really big downside to using will have a really big upside in damage, and that's around 38 to 38 to 48%. So I liked actually seeing their mentality of the high risk, mm -hmm. high reward, what the gauges were, and it, it just makes perfect sense. And so then it was neat to actually go down later on and actually see what the numbers were. And I'm like, oh, they consider that a really severe thing oh okay that's interesting i'm surprised the damage is that high or you know like it, it's just i like seeing that i'll forget it all but it's cool i like that they took so many of the active skills and boosted them a ton while later on taking a bunch of the supports and knocking them yeah. down and I, to me that's more fun that my active skill is where most of my damage is going to come from. Obviously, that's not totally true. Once you start tossing on supports, you're going to get multiplicatively higher in right. your damage. But I like that as I'm leveling, as I'm, as I'm playing, the damage is coming from my actual skill. If I want to do an earthquake, I'm getting damage from earthquake. And they are buffing that damage. And it, again, it just makes me really excited for that beginning of playing because when you're playing a two to four link build yeah. in the beginning you're not really struggling that much you're you're gonna have to be a little bit careful with your mana you are gonna have a little bit less of an increase in a bump when you apply that support but it's not until you get into the five and the six link where you have to actually start going oh shit this is a lot of mana multiplier yeah, yeah. i am getting damage but at what point do i how do i balance this out and i actually kind of like that it's not just like they said throw on all the big damage throw on all the stuff that gives you the biggest numbers and the hell with the rest of it because it doesn't matter you got a couple items that 
give you some mana back per cast or you get a couple items that you get like a two percent mana leech and you can f be fine i like that that's not so much the case anymore you actually have to start thinking outside the yeah. box of like as i'm going up to this five and six and these mana multipliers on some of the supports went up very high like 110 to 140 percent that's a big jump in yeah. a mana multiplier especially times five support so i I really am excited to have some beginning skills, or not necessarily beginning, but some of them you're, in, I mean, some of you're not even getting to like 28, but having some of these skills now where the damage for the item base is just up. You're gonna feel better with that item and you're gonna have to think a little bit more. And I know people will disagree, but I just like the fact that now there's alternate choices for what support I wanna throw on. I'm not going always to the exact same one that I've always yeah. known to go to for that type of skill. Yeah. I 100% agree. So, I think it's a really good balance. It's nice to actually be able to do damage if you're not getting the drops. Or I think one big thing is because they still do, and it's likely just for the new player, but because they restrict which gems, active and supports, you get available to you based on your class as you're going through the campaign, you don't want to be as dependent through the campaign on these gems, even once you get to Act 6, because then they're going to be level 1. And sure, when you're high enough level, let's say you're in maps and you get a level one gem after one map that's already level 13 type of thing. But when you're leveling, it's like your gems are at around, you know, the level five area. Let's say you're level 50, I don't know. And your gems are around the level, you know, like required level 50. And then you get one that's like required level 12. You're like, well, that's not, I'm, it's pointless right now. So I think all across the board, it's a pretty wise thing to buff the skill and not the support the triggers yep. it's one of my favorite yeah, things definitely triggers justin triggers all right are we jumping are we jumping out of the supports what did oh, you well, think like to <laughs> me the supports like there was all, a ton of crate i didn't write down any supports because they sure. just well actually combustion was one support that got hit really hard that i use on a regular basis um it's really yep. I used it on a cast when damage taken as well for the sake of igniting someone so that my righteous fire was stronger. And it got hit really hard, really hard. Um, I'm probably still going to use it for this league with the same setup as long as I have my mana under control just so that I'm not, you know, refusing the mentality. Well, that damage is low, so I'm going to try and find something else because it probably whatever replacement I come up with won't be equal to it anyway. Sure. So I'm mm -hmm. definitely, I think combustion was a big support change for me yep it was uh, yeah. oh had a big minion change. damage was a massive one interesting one yeah. very smart mm. i do not i'm a minion freak i have minion damage on all my stuff but i don't disagree with this one at all but i'm never going to use it because i don't like duration nope. minions and i don't want to risk my zombies of course that aren't duration i don't want to risk them dying 25%. Do you think that 25% less max life is enough to make them die often though? End game. Leveling up 100% with you. They're going to be dead all the time. the game's getting harder. I'm not going to risk it this league or next league. That's for sure. So mm. I'm like for me I when you want minions to be able to survive everything except for the reflect of their damage, you, you do put a good investment into their survivability. Do you not get life on the tree or anything? Tons. Else? 
That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm, do you think that 25% less is actually well, that less. big? Then? It's not increased. It's not decreased. It's less. Like that's cutting mm-hmm. it down by 25%, basically. So yeah, yeah that's massive. If mm-hmm. I'm especially because the whole reason that I'm necro, I can get a greater damage output with the exact same tree and skills if I go if I go champion. Well, I mean, this is 314 stats, not 315. But if I went champion with my bone zombie build, my zombies are actually doing more damage. It's their life, and that's the reason that I'm the Necro, because I get the plus two to all my minion gems through the Ascendancy, and that's a massive life boost. So, it's, mm. I, But I think it's a really smart change. I think it's a really smart change, because it was just a basic given for any minion skill. Uh, let's see. The... I think that's the case for a lot of these skills. I think what they've done, I know a lot of people don't like it and feel like it's it's heavy-handed, but... When I was reading through them, because you kind of start to read through them and you're like, okay, this is copy paste for them where it's like, okay, the mana multiplier has changed and the damage or the, you know, whatever that other multiplier has changed. It was like copy and paste for a lot of them where you just felt like they were just, that's the same thing. And then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, well, that is the same thing. Like they're doing the same thing to all of them. It's not like they're heavy handedly crushing a support and forcing you to go a different way they're kind of saying like look this is what everybody uses and we're cutting it down you can still use it because like you were talking about with combustion there may not be a better option it's just now you've got less damage you got a little less resist that you're yeah. penetrating and that's just what it is find it yeah. somewhere else on the tree expect or expect whatever different numbers hands down sure and it's just not just your skill that's being affected yeah. it is across the board yeah. and now you have to go you know what I mean? Like there are so many supports Massive that were affected list. here. I'm fine with 100%. that. It, again, it didn't feel like they were just targeting melee or targeting spellcasting or targeting <laughs> minions. They were like, no, this is the game. And we're finding that people just have way too much at the end. Here's how we're going to try Traps and mines are going to be in a good place. That's for sure. Traps yeah, are pretty good. That, yeah, but remember, it's not good. like they're trying to favor. I'm fine with that. When have traps been good? Uh, when have traps been good? Time. Like forever yeah. ago. But here's the thing, though. If they couldn't traps, do everything no. this mines, late, so yes. traps and mines are coming. So don't you worry. But you know what? I think one of the smartest things, I mean, we, we both are in agreement that this is a very smart and well thought out, obviously, uh, grand scheme nerf. But life tap, the change to life tap is so smart. They made it cost more life and it's <laughs> it costs 300% mana instead of 200% mana now. Because they want you to invest in mana and they don't want the cheap out to be life tap. So it gives you less damage, it costs more life, and it's 300. So it's the base cost of life has increased. The percentage went yep. from instead of 200% of the mana cost, it's now 300%. When are you going to find another 300% mana multiplier? Crazy. And it's giving way less of the more damage so i thought yeah 10 percent that was really that, yeah. smart because you overlook that one skill and all the mana changes you make are nullified and you know the one thing that i like too about life tap too is they they didn't hammer it so hard for as you're leveling yeah right so as you're leveling i mean the besides the 300 multiplier but really the 300 multiplier early on in the game is not as bad as mm-hmm. what that's going to be when you're later on in the game and then it's the scaling from, you know, instead of going all the way up to 29% more damage, now you're stopping at 19. So as you get towards a level gem, you're not seeing it as as maybe as beneficial. Yeah. But I like the fact that it's still reasonable to use while leveling. Right. Your your life cost went up by six. That's not the end of the world as you're leveling. I mean, it went up by 70 
which probably still isn't it's not, i don't think i think you're right it's not that that's the part that's the problem it's the now you've got a 300 percent cost modifier versus 200 percent, and that's kind of fine i it's, like that it definitely makes it especially when you went to town on mana right yeah so I, it, it, it makes it's, sense it's otherwise everybody would have life tap every hands down if they yeah, did so it, yeah. it's at a, i think numerically it's at a good place where you're like that's not a shoe in and right maybe investing in mana isn't a bad idea now one thing for me mm -hmm. though in regards to all the this is a this is a damage uh subject here for me when the triggers got changed that actually cuts down basically everybody else's damage too if you were using trigger gems because so the game's getting harder right sure right now it's act one and all of act one monsters blah 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 eventually it's going to be all the same right so if the game is at that point now where everything's more difficult and they've lowered our damage we're going to be looking into survivability just as much as damage the glass cannon isn't they're they're getting as far away from that as possible but now that i have to consider mana and I have to make sure that I can't just, you know, get 99% of my mana reserve, 99% of my mana reserved. I have to make sure that I have room for all this, you know, whether it's cast while channeling, spell slinger, like every single trigger skill costs 100% of the triggered mana or a triggered spell. Mm -hmm. Chasm damage taken is at 200. Talk about broken heart for Tyler. Oh, it was. 250 I, isn't it oh it better freaking oh it is 250 oh, <laughs> oh no i think it was 250 <laughs> oh that's even worse people i'm not writing guides anymore i'm out by but here's the thing <laughs> like you have to plan so much around mana and the mitigation unless you're doing life regen and you add life tap to all these skills what are you going to cut with from your build to make sure that you have the mana available for everything you want including your trigger skills including the benefits of spell slinger and all that kind of stuff you're, you're probably not going to cut out survivability so damage is getting decreased even more just with all the trigger skill changes that they did uh let's see um there's a couple other skills that I, uh, uh go ahead you go up i was just gonna say i'm really i think what i hope people take away from this is just to give it a chance and figure it out once you're actually playing instead of just reading the numbers and going, oh, these are all nerfs. If you read the support gems, you're right, they're nerfs. But if you read all of the active skills, they're all buffs. Yeah. So don't, I, you know, just don't take one side of it and just cry about it and say that it's terrible. Go try something yeah. else. I, I, I'm really, really excited to go in. My brother actually was telling me tonight, because we're at a birthday, he said he's playing Path of Exile this league. What? And he, he says, I'm, play I'm, with not, us. I'm not playing. Yep. He says, but I'm not playing a... A guide i just want to go in and see how i guess how i can play it and at least i feel like if you came in blind into the game right now you at least have a little bit better chance <laughs> like because the active skill is strong yeah. right your active skill is strong well yeah right now for sure your active skill is going to be stronger and i don't think i don't think you can take a wrong choice on a support right now and and there may be some that are obviously just awful that don't work but I think there's a little bit of room now to play around with learning some of the new or not new, but learning some of the supports that maybe you just didn't think about before. And I don't think that's a bad yeah. thing. I, I know people get so used to playing the game like, okay, day one, I'm going to get to here by day two or whatever. I'm in maps and this is the skill I'm going and I need that item. And then I'm going to have these specific supports and then I'm just going to right click. I get it. But that's the whole thing they're trying to move people away from is saying like that. We don't want that meta to be the thing yeah. anymore try something be repetitive new. if it's your preference but not because it's 
the smartest thing to do. And also, you can still do it. Yeah. You're just going to do less damage. And that's okay. That's the whole point. I mean, there are some things that they like. <laughs> Expel Slinger does not look great. <laughs> and Archmage not look great. I get it. But, but they were go-tos. But it doesn't they mean you can't. Sure. And it's again, it's not that you can't. You just yeah. get maybe get creative. I don't know how. I don't have an answer yeah. for that. But now you were saying that I'm really excited to oh, try hands new stuff. down. Me too. You were saying, and I, I mean, slam skills. I was surprised went up because I thought they were going to get nerfed, and strike skills are going to get increased. But this whole change, global change, makes they, more sense. Yeah, and see, I'm really glad. It was right. nice to see. Just because I'm a minion guy, it was cool to see dominating blow get more damage. It wasn't more minion damage. Oh, it was yeah. just you know the normal sure. strike damage. It helps you yeah. get your guys out faster yeah. or and better. The shield I, skills I, looked really cool. I think cool what too. you're saying, yeah. I think what you're saying, like when you because I was kind of curious about that as I'm I went into it because you read the active skills first and I was reading them going my god why are these getting such a big buff but then you remember Chris talking about the fact that the plan was to buff active skills because and so I knew it was coming when I got to you know the support section but that again I love that I absolutely love that my skill Mm -hmm. is going to be giving me more damage in the beginning and then I'm going to figure out what I want to throw on as a support to it I I really, I really think it's going to be fun and I'm fine with the fact that numbers are going to be different. I also never was one to pay huge attention to whatever the number was in POB. Nah. It was to me more like, you, is it you need smooth? Pictures. Do I feel good doing it? <laughs> it was, it was what? a dumb joke. I said, you need pictures. You can't. No. Read. Yeah. I don't like numbers, but I, it was, is it smooth? Does it feel good? If I, and I'm cool with that. When people would be like, it's a 7 million DP. I don't know what the hell that means. I have no idea. That's a lot. Like, I don't know what yeah. mine is. That's <laughs> 20 sweet. million. That's a lot. <laughs> 20 million. Now, here, uh, three more anyway. points, uh, but they're not, not about specific skills yep. or anything. Uh, focus. Go for it. Got a standard cooldown reduced by four seconds. Who uses I want focus? to try it now. I always, Every time I see it, I'm like, wow, that's a power. Did you use it no, during never. that league? It, because it's it's 100% syndicate. But It's so specific. Yeah, but here's the thing. Every time I see a mod, I'm like, wow, that's really strong. Oh, focus. Oh, and then I do it again. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's really strong. Why am I not? Oh, right. Focus. And I'm like, you know what? Screw yeah. it. I'm getting focus on everything and I'm going to hit that button. And once every eight seconds, I'm going to be the boss. It's going to be great. Uh, so anyway, it's got, I'm it got cur- I've never actually looked. Are there focus builds out there? There must I be. No. But if there is either, why is it in the game? You got to do now. Right, there will be eight seconds instead of 12. Why every would you want to buff every 12 seconds? Remember when the war cries? changed and i'm like eight seconds is way too long of a cooldown for path of exile <laughs> it's an eternity in, in in Path of exile. it was at the time maybe still is and then they add that like it's true 12 even eight yeah, seconds and then they add the long. suck in orb whatever that's called where it sucks the enemies yep, in 10 seconds ten, yeah 10 mm-hmm. seconds so anyway now they're down to eight this used to be a 12 now it's eight uh so golems yep. <laughs> this makes me laugh because it's like okay yeah the normal person had like this this stat makes sense to where him. was the brackets <laughs> yeah, that's right and, where was and, the brackets where's the reference <laughs> point on the screen so what i'm talking about people is right. golems have an aggro range of 50 now period yeah. every other one they're like previously yeah now something the, i i read the same thing and i was like yeah. what the hell and are the, they talking about the what was it before thing, like there's not one part of the game that shows you anything to do with range you might have a numerical no. value, but you don't have a screen value. It, like 100 could be like this... one inch away from me. I don't know. Maybe 50 is like yeah. six screens. I don't know. So apparently golems have an aggro range of 50 now. So that's 
what i would i don't understand why they didn't at least show what the previous right. one was that Maybe was the weird part one. to me like 50 means nothing to me anyway i'm the same way with you like when even when people talk about like cyclones area is 25 i'm like no can you give me like an actual thing i can use like how many steps to the right does my <laughs> yeah, player need to right. run? Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> not normal edge. steps, just like you touch your heel to your yeah, toe. Yeah, just a normal yeah, one, not right. fast. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'm going yeah, to repeat it again just because it's it's this is like wrist slitting Exciting. worthy here. Cast when damage <laughs> taken has a 250% cost. Okay, so what do you use that for on most okay, of the time? Okay, so a lot of the time it's a low level one, right? So it's a cast when damage taken one or two. I normally do cast when damage taken level sure. two. But that doesn't seem to have any effect on the cost. No, but it does right? mean that my spells are lower and so they're not... Have to be lower. So what's so an example I would of what have would use? Desecrate and Flesh Offering. Maybe increased duration. Uh, or I would have Desecrate, Flesh Offering. I love uh, Purifying Flame. That's a free 6% life regen when I'm in the right spot. And if you... Well, at level 1 cast when damage, you can get up to 38. And level 2 for is 40. The... And so I always like to go to level 2 because with Purifying Flame, when you get Purifying Flame to the requirement of level 40, the Consecrated Ground increases by one range. Whatever that means. But I know the AoE is bigger. So I like that. You all right? I'm okay. I know I disagreed with you, not disagreed, but I didn't really give you the whatever credence you deserved. The new wiki is fucking yes, awful. okay. That's I'm from trying. like last episode oh or four. Yeah, it's brutal. So, anyway, you where's the level required on it? It just says XP, total XP. It doesn't tell me. What? I'm trying to look at flesh offering. Oh, oh. What level would your flesh off? No, just flesh tell me. Eight. Do you know what, what would your flesh offering eight. be? Yeah, Level Desecrate eight. would be seven. And so your mana cost is 23, so you'd be spend. And so then now you're looking in the 70s. Increased durations. Well, not 70s, maybe 60s. Yeah. And then Desecrate's there, but there's always going to be three. And then there's either going to be a support or right. another active skill. So it gets a lot. Sure. Uh, another one that I like yep. to do would be something like um, I really like having Withering Step on there as a nice escape sure. where it casts damage yep. taken level one. Uh, what would be. That would be low cost. Mm -hmm. Withering Step would be a low cost. On the yep. Righteous Fire guide that I have, because I don't use Elemental Equilibrium, I have Cast and Damage taken level 2 with the Purifying Flame that goes up to a requirement of 40. Wave of Conviction for the negative fire, uh, for the fire exposure. And then I'll have Combustion, a full level Combustion on top of that. Um, a lot of them are relatively cheap mana costs. And I understand that they can get a bit higher, especially now with the new multipliers on the supports. Wait. So they could jump them my up a bit. Righteous Fire Guide and my champion builds have full level cast and damage takens. Uh, for Righteous Fire, there's uh, Molten Shell. Uh, Pretty popular one. Yeah. Um, so you would run a max level Molten Shell then, right? As well, right? Yeah, you would level it up have? to 20 if you were doing... My goodness, I can't believe I'm forgetting this here. Uh, there was like a full level flammability that I would want to go off. So again, a level 12... Or sorry, a level 20 Molten Shell is 12 mana. So I understand that there is that 250% does add up, especially once you start adding all the supports to it. But I think it might still be... I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to be taking oh, never mind. a... never mind. It's immortal call. Aura Oh, probably. Yeah, 100%. You're taking an aura yeah. off, but then you also need the... Replace it you with need clarity. the recovery too, right? Like there's yeah. Stone Golem. That's a big one. Golems are expensive. That one's 54. Sure. Immortal yep. Call is 36. Flammability is 50. Now, sure, that's on a level 20, so you're taking 3,000 damage, but it really adds up. 
And so you're not only losing damage because you, you, you want the recovery as well as the mana space. Is every build going to have arrogance and clarity? Maybe, but then they're still losing out on something else because you need the gem space for it. So it's really I think cool. one of the difficulties too is you're very, because of your play style, the cast on damage taken is a very big part yeah. of the build. Whereas a lot of people, the cast on damage taken is a, it's just an extra part to the build. Like, okay, I'm going to get something that might help me or whatever, but it's not a big part of it. But I, I think, again, the supports are going to hurt you more than maybe whatever your active maybe. is that you're having casted by the cast on damage. Because I mean, if you take a mortal call and you all of a sudden bump up, I don't know, in a four link two supports onto yeah. that that 36 or whatever that cost is is going to jump up relatively quickly watch next league chris or jonathan whoever's going to be on the twitch thing on the next reveal they're like so we're really trying to get rid of one button play styles we really want the community to be more interactive with the oh, game 500. <laughs> <And I'm> like ah, <laughs> i'll make it work i'm you know what do you want to know what i like ty about this i love that it gives you something to I figure to out it. like that it, it yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's something to now go. And I think that you can still make it work, but now you have to figure out what do I lose yep. or what do I adjust for it? Because it is, I understand where they're coming from on the cast when damage taken change, which is the fact that it's just free. You didn't have to, it didn't cost you anything. You could still run to a max. Yep. And you, yeah, absolutely. You got a bonus out of it. 250 might be a little steep, but cast when damage taken is probably on every single build in yep. some form or another. So I'm really excited to see what people can can do right. with it to try and still make it work. And it's for one lead, I, I, right? They're going to be looking at trigger skills yep. big time and it'll all I be it higher. screw you. But it'll <laughs> it'll be revamped when it needs to be revamped. So whatever, we live with I live with 250% yeah. until for at least 3 months and life goes on. When I saw 250, I was oh, so happy. My goodness. I was so it was the highest of everything. Of all of the triggers, of all of the those types of skills, everything was like yeah. 250 no! the dev manifesto they barely i saw that the trigger skill section was super small and most yeah. of it was already quoted from the reveal that i already saw i'm like no this is the part that i want the one part that wasn't quoted was oh by the way cast and damage taken what is getting to it i'm like oh, or like it's yeah the it's highest. the highest one i'm like no <laughs> now one more thing and by almost oh double. my goodness so here's the thing um one more thing uh -huh. on gems you can no longer obtain yep. level 21 and 23% quality gems outside of incursions or div cards. I thought that was interesting. Yep. You can't valid. You can't get it any other way. Chests and rewards that you could normally get a 21-23 now give a 21-20, which still which is strong. Yep. I, they're putting a lot of yep. emphasis on to... There, there wasn't a huge amount of them, but you can tell they're always checking the quality of items, like what they represent. Sure. what they're benefiting and you actually bring up a great point that i'm just going to throw in right now that's kind of overarching for everything as i was reading through the patch notes one of the thoughts that came that kind of stuck with me was what what an incredibly difficult job to try and find balance in a game as big as poe the more i read and i was you're reading i mean for me even sometimes i read it i'm like what the hell are they even <laughs> yeah, talking I know. about this does i don't even know what this is and i don't understand i it just boggles my and we're going to talk about uh, right now some of the passive trees and you talk about these what seem like minute changes it is crazy to me the idea of trying to find a balance in a game as large as this as 100%. large as this is 100 percent. and so, all right we're passes. a quarter through the notes my notes and we're already an hour yeah, the rest doesn't okay matter. yeah thanks for listening folks <laughs> 
passive tree. Okay, so I'll tell you why this part excited me. Flask changes, but again, I want to see a tree. This I don't really actually like reading about this too much. It, I would rather it's hard to see for it. me to compute the different cluster locations and try even if it's a cluster. Yeah, where am I in that the tree? I use a hundred and a hundred percent of my builds? They'll be like, yep. It'll say, okay, this cluster that you use all the time no longer does this. It does this instead. I'm like, what did that cluster do again? Yeah, where yeah, did I that's grab right. it? Did I need to go there? Like, yeah. So, it's cool. Yeah. I, I get where they're going. And these very much follow in line with a lot of the yeah. changes that they talked about previously in them. Uh, but, but for me, I want yeah, to see it. definitely. But to, uh, I, I took them from what I saw. These are buffs. Like the tree's getting stronger, not weaker. And uh, sure, unless you like fortify. Well, right, yeah. There's certain certain fortify. mechanics in the game they're actually trying to sure. nerf. But outside of that, like, there's a lot of cool flask stuff on the tree. There's a lot more damage. The crit stuff's changing. Like, that's where you're getting your investment from. I like that they moved it to the tree. Yeah, that, that, exactly. That's where you're looking. And for so that now kind of you still have your. I mean, I always aim for level ninety, so 113 passives. If I'm not the scion, which the scion's awesome, but. There's a lot of other, and here's one that I absolutely loved. They actually have a notable, I think I wrote it down, even though it's never going to matter to me. The adamant notable, remove corrupted blood when you use a guard skill. It's really circumstantial. Mm -hmm. Guard skills have a cooldown that's four seconds unless you're investing. So it's not epic. You can still die from corrupted blood. But the fact that they added that you can get rid of corrupted blood without needing a specific jewel is great. Right. Like think about the corrupted blood that they yes. add. There's a boss in act, I don't know, six, seven, whatever it is. The innocence guy before him, Avarius, maybe. I don't know. And then obviously Cyrus. Like it's it's nice that that kind of stuff's getting added to the tree in small touches. So that was really cool. And they touched pantheons. I love that because it seems like it's such a forgotten part of the game. But every now and then they touch pantheons. It's like they never forget. They just don't need to be touched. Like when they changed the chaos resist one that you used to always gravitate to so good stuff good stuff yeah i i agree with you for the most part okay good talk yeah i uh the ascendancy is the only one that really mattered was slayer <laughs> that one made me why laugh why tell so me about hard. it i skimmed over it i've never touched headsman is now called bane of legends and bane of legends is now called headsman <laughs> well <laughs> oh, why man, there's like some stuff that's like Okay, you know they're putting everything in the it. patch notes. They're not missing anything. I just want to know what that conversation was like. Who the hell <laughs> called this one headsman? <laughs> this should have been like I just uh, yeah, that was probably so the longest discussion at the table. That took an hour. They were fighting it out. There was the blame game going. Yeah, they did some crazy stuff with ailments and and the ascendancies. Right. And that was and the... I, I'm again. I'm excited to play yeah. it to find out because. Uh, you know what, Ty? I don't think I ever built around. I don't think I've ever actually played a, a, a build where I purposely pushed towards being entirely ailment proof. Uh, I am. I don't feel like you should no. be. And I, like it, I, it's it's I'm awesome. Okay with My uh, RF build's been an elementalist for the last four leagues, and halfway through that, the elementalist changed substantially to what it is today. Mm. And when it changed. Yep boy did the survivability skyrocket it was awesome you i basically mm. only needed to cap my resist and care about physical damage mitigation like i didn't have to have any flasks if i didn't care about escaping it was great raider was the same so obviously both of those got touched i mean raider got smashed hard 
the reason people played Raider from yep. never playing Raider to always playing Raider was because of the stuff that they changed. But it wasn't that harsh in terms of it's easy to find a little bit more mitigation. You know what I mean? For your ailment yeah, removal and, and avoidance. It's on the east side of the tree. Well, and, and that's the thing. When you talk about Raider getting smashed, it got smashed in accordance with all the other yeah. stuff. It was, okay, you're not going to be immune to stuff while you phase, and you're phasing all yeah, the time. Yeah, the permanent, that's, and then Onslaught, I, permanent I feel like that's Onslaught. Fair. Yeah, you can't get Onslaught I, anymore. I, but so. what did they get? I, uh, I, well, no, so you're right. It's not that they got right. something. It's just they're taking that part so away from who's it. Who's going to play Raider when maybe they'll just play Assassin or Pathfinder? I mean, who's not going to play Pathfinder this league? <laughs> Getting all those free charges. Yeah. Okay. One other, uh, uh, sorry, so, I have one more ascendancy. You have one more. Are you yeah, moving away from ascendancies? Uh, I am. Elementalist, of course, got the the ailment stuff, but it was a small little section about golem damage. You lose a right. lot. Right, it's an interesting one. Of, and now here's the thing. You get a lot of damage from, and like from, especially with the golem buffs, from a small three passive cluster on the tree. And that branch yep. of four ascendancy points in the elementalist. It was yep. so You're strong. still getting damage. Yes, yes. So but I like I couldn't believe the power of those seven nodes. It was insane. Like I loved it. I used it. I, I mean, I'm moving away sure. from elements at the right time. Before the patch notes, I decided to move my RF character to a chieftain, but man, like that. How many golems were four. you playing with? I only needed three, but it was okay. four. And they were it was only for the buffs. They were secondary. It wasn't for golem damage. But yeah, like that was a, that was a big one. And it was just squeaked in there. One note. So, so, I mean, before it was 25% increased effect of buffs granted by mm -hmm. per golem per summon golem. So if you had four, isn't that still the hundred percent increase, which is what it is. Based it, you on? would get, well, you went from somewhere around like with the chaos golem, for example, with just those seven nodes, the four in the tree and then the small cluster that's uh, north of the passive tree, uh, you would go from a 4% physical damage mitigation to 14%. That's just for one skill walking around and it auto resummons when it dies. Like did to get an extra 10% physical damage mitigation for any other build, it requires a big investment. It was crazy. Your life I, regen. It just seems to me like the only time that this is now a loss of damage is when you played with more than four golems. Because now your base is you get a hundred percent increased effect of buffs granted by the golems. That's what the that's what it actually gives you instead of 25% increase the buffs per yep. summon golem. So at four, you'd still be getting 100%. So at four, at four and less golems, aren't you still getting as good, if not better, of a ones, buff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, right. especially mm. if you're getting just one golem. Right. Interesting. And then uh, Pantheon changes were cool. Yeah. I, I like that they're at least doing yeah. something with them. Yeah. For me, I, I, try not to memorize the pantheon stuff i look at them new every time just in case you know i was in a mood or i'm becoming too familiar with the game so i always re-look at them so whatever the changes they make i'm fine with it'll be good i'll I'll change it accordingly and sometimes i am actually yep. even starting to swap between maps depending on my frustration level <laughs> i'm like what pantheon can help me here uh atlas is also the atlas got completely reshuffled i mean the maps are on the same location but you around. know what they didn't talk about atlas passives being able to be respect for standard players i don't care about that they also didn't talk about the fact that they were going to do anything new with the with the atlas they didn't atlas reshuffle passives. those i don't even think they said that they're being shuffled they at all one or two changes to them to specific notes. yeah I, and 
I, okay, so I'll jump to that because you jumped to Atlas. I think the Atlas, I'm so looking forward to December. I need something new for the Atlas. I don't like it. Bye, bye, Cyrus. Fun. Please. I don't want to do whatever, however many friggin' watchstones there are is way too much. I don't like the whole building up of Maven. It takes too long. I I know a lot of people disagree, but I miss the what I thought was the simplicity of of Shaper and Elder. And I get that it wasn't always the best system trying to move them around, but I always knew what I was doing, and that made more sense to uh, me. I don't like the fact that I'm collecting 16 watchstones before I even fight one of the new boss, like the, the, yeah. the end boss. I like the system now in terms of its simplicity and its regions and such, but I don't like that I can do a bunch of maps that don't count to progress because they're not in the right area. Right. And I didn't like that about the Shaper Elder either. I would like every single map to count. And mm -hmm. I like to be able to fight bosses and stages. So like, it's nice that you can fight Cyrus at A1 anytime you want. You can move it to A3 or A8, you know, if you have the watchstones. I, I do like that aspect of it for sure. And I mean, it took a long time to get back to Shaper and Elder if you actually wanted to. So there are pros and cons. I think a nice mix would be there. I think the they pride themselves on their boss battles, and I hate a lot of their boss battles. So, I mean, even for flasks, they're rechanging flasks and they didn't even re-explain how you get flask charges. There's so many exemptions in the game. Like for the most part, we've learned from the manifesto and the patch notes that it's per kill. Okay, well, how, how do I do it when I can't kill stuff? It's still not information that's even in the game. So uh, it'd be nice when the bosses revolve completely around all the mechanics that they have in the game. So they made a lot of changes to flasks, like obviously just the base version of the flask as well as the crafts that you can put onto it i'm i'm okay i'm gonna use bleed the staunching just as an example to read to you because to me i don't feel like it's clear enough what's going to happen when i use this flask so the staunching flask suffix no longer grants immunity to bleeding and corrupted blood during flask effect we yep. talked about this last time so I hit my staunching flask, and for the entirety that that flask is up, I am immune to bleed and corrupted blood. So it's uh, it no longer grants that immunity or removes bleeding and corrupted blood on use. So they're saying that they've removed yeah. the ability to be immune to it as well as to remove a bleed or corrupted blood. It now grants immunity to bleed for one second if used while bleeding and removes corrupted blood when used. So does that mean that I'm not removing the bleed from me? No, it's basically, it's the exact same thing, but they had to reword it so that you have to be bleeding for it to remove bleeding. And then you're immune for one but it second, doesn't say not four that. seconds. Oh, if used while bleed. So it grants, so, okay, but it doesn't actually say it. If it now grants immunity to bleed for one second, if used while, while bleeding. bleeding. So does that mean that bleed remo yeah. is also removed? But then it also removes corrupted blood. Well, you know what? Used. Technically, I don't know if it's actually removed, but it's. Did it say remove? I know I'm immune. It to, just said immune. No, well, cor corrupted blood. It removes corrupted blood, but it just says grants immunity to bleed. So am I just immune to. May, I don't know if that's an oversight that, because. I just don't understand. There, there's a lot of complexities in the game where you might be immune to ailments, but they're still applied to you. Right? So right. if that doesn't say remove, I would be under the impression that it's if just, they didn't make a mistake with it well can i have a bleed on me while i'm immune to bleed that doesn't make sense second. but it doesn't say right so then do i just get one second of it not doesn't bleeding? actually that say seems stupid i'm gonna read you the exact same the, the exact while thing. it yeah. now grants 
Yep. It now grants immunity to bleed for one second if used while bleeding and removes corrupted blood when used. It doesn't say anything specifically about removing the existing huh. bleed, just that you're immune to what bleed for a second. What does Ignite say? The one that does so Ignite? Immune, okay, so of heat no longer gives immunity to chill and no. freeze during the effect. It now grants immunity to chill for one second if used while chilled and grants immunity to freeze for one second if used while frozen. Again, that would make me think that I am no longer frozen if I use it while frozen. Otherwise, what's the point? Interesting. I, I, it'll be interesting to see yeah. how they play out. I, I mean, the 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 of heat one to me, I'd probably go the aquamarine side anyway. I love the idea that you can move while frozen. Yeah. That the new, I think that's cool. Uh, anyway, that I the flasks are just a little weird to me that the way that they're wording them, and I also will probably never ever do a temporal chains map again. Now that I can't use a warding on or a Or you can just do a temporal chains map with me. Hey, That'll make me sick. I'm coming. Is this a good drop? What's Did you care about the unique no, items? I completely skipped it. <laughs> Anybody listening like uniques? <laughs> well, look it up. I'm, I'm with you on that. No, I don't read no. through them. They either. are what they are. On my filter... A lot of people don't like this, but uniques, this, this, this list is huge. Every league, it's a massive list of changes, and I'm not going to go through my filter every single league and redetermine the currency value for trade league. Heck no. If they never change, like div cards, for example, don't change, or I don't know, other things. I'll, I'll, I'll reorganize those, but not uniques. What, what's your face for? Well, I just, I happen to be scrolling through them. So Witchfire Brew, you get a Cloud Smoke on use, you get increased damage over time and level 21 Despair Curse Aura. So they've actually removed the increased damage over time during Flask Effect now from a Witchfire Brew. So the 25 to 40% increased damage over time during the Flask Effect is just gone. Sweet. So now you just get the 21 Despair Aura around you, which is fine, but you just straight up lost it. And instead of a 50% increased charge use, it can now roll between minus 10 to 10% increased charge use. So you oh. just, you can, I guess, use it more often, but you have really lost. Really rolling some a, dice. 25 to 40% increased damage over time. That's a lot to lose. Sure is. Interesting. Speaking of damage over time, anyway. it's now the primary major mod is now a suffix. Did you see that? That's amazing yep. to me because there's so many good prefixes cool. for something that like for me, I'm, I'm always doing righteous fire, but obviously there's a lot of damage over time builds you want you know your prefix you want the big increased damage on your prefix you want a plus one to the type of spell or type of active skill that you're doing like you want and those are all prefixes and you, and you don't want to have to need three good prefixes to get damage that others that other other builds can get so it's awesome that now even though there was a very small damage over time suffix I assume that it's replacing the other one, but now the major big money damage over time prefix is now a suffix. So now it's going to be so much easier to alt and aug if that's your if that's your method or just craft if you find something nice. But yeah, it's going to be so nice. And you already talked about the new tags. Did you care about cluster jewels? No, yeah. not at all. They didn't but read them. The main they're changed they got smashed with a hammer repeatedly. And mm -hmm. but you know what? I I'm like totally that because that. <laughs> they were the go-to. If you didn't have a cluster yeah. jewel set up on your tree, you were not maximizing your build. 
Yeah, they should be an option, but no, not yeah, and required. they were basically required. They were the go-to. You were not doing if you right. were min-maxing, yeah. But who plays this game that doesn't eventually aspire to min-max? Want so to? It's nice totally. that it's basically an even Steven now, but there's still a ton of notables that you can only get in Clusterland. So I think that's a really cool balance. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that are really pissed about the cluster changes, but I think it's a very nice balance. We're also yeah, not getting paid uh, to say all these nice things and agreeing with them. What? Yeah, sorry. I should have let you know. Are you serious? Oh, well, then I changed my mind on <laughs> everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I want to talk about, we talked about this in our last episode that I was excited about it, that campaign bosses are going to drop less stuff but better stuff where would i missed that completely is that in there uh, yep monster changes act bosses throughout the campaign now drop fewer but significantly Hallelujah. better items I, I wish that it said all monsters throughout the campaign now drop fewer but significantly better options I, I it's a start right. but i i'm excited mm -hmm. at least about that that's cool Mm -hmm. sorry so i'm i'm kind of i i obviously have a different order you than jump you. wherever okay. you want buddy uh so i have two more points and like yep. item balances but all right go for chaos it. resistance implicits went up so the amethyst ring okay and the blessed boots yep. that are no longer called blessed boots That's, thanks yeah, for it's called that something else, right? another filter freaking change what what's what, fine what, for me i wonder wonder why i didn't see anything else you can't have blessed boots for chaos resist that doesn't I don't make know. sense I, I think it's actually uh, totally makes sense anyway chaos uh they're called fugitive yeah. boots now so chaos resistant implicits went up by quite a lot by over five percent wow so did the yeah, amethyst rings by a lot they're definitely the minimum is now the same as what yeah, the max they're definitely be. worthwhile especially wow. if you get that life node in the top left Man, of the tree amethysts holy yeah. crap if you get the that four cluster life cluster <laughs> in the top left of the yeah, tree yeah. in between the witch and the templar that yep. has life and chaos resist along with that <laughs> Amethyst is 17 to 23% base and Fugitive Boots are You get two of those and you're basically like at 50% chaos and that's without the other rolls. I really like that. I hope that doesn't change. Wow. That yeah. is cool. And uh, it was also really nice to see the matchup influences. Uh, I've been going through influenced item mods quite a lot the last few leagues and there's a lot of the times where you'll have something that's Hunter or something that's Shaper and they're the exact same mods but one of them will have a better value of the same mod and it has a higher drop rate or roll rate than, you know, the Shaper Elder or vice versa. And there's actually quite a lot of them. So it was nice to see a nice whack of influence rebalancing in there for mods so that they were all made equal. What's next? You go. We're on we're on different pages for this. Okay. Uh... <laughs> well, I don't want to jump. I'm just taking a quick peek at your your list here. Why don't you keep going? Poison out of nowhere. I didn't see that anywhere. And then all of a sudden, poison. Well, I know, but I, w I didn't see it coming before the manifesto. Oh, you mean yeah, like it wasn't beforehand. even in the reveal. Sure. Okay. So I'm thinking I'm okay. I think ah, it shut was. Up. Maybe it was, but we'll pretend it wasn't. But that's fine. So anyway, at the beginning of this, like as I'm getting prepped for the new reveal and all this kind of stuff, and I'm thinking about my guides, I have my bone zombie guide. It's awesome. I, I think it's going to stay. It uses very small amount of cast and damage taken this new meta isn't going to be a massive problem for it my righteous fire build i can live around and handle the new meta will change it i was going to get rid of my animate weapon build it's an occultist that turns animate weapon into poison or chaos damage and i was going to get rid of it because its survivability was not what i wanted it to be it was so fun and it was great to make so much offense with such defensive curses 
and to include minions somehow with it. It just it worked perfect. Profane Bloom is just the funnest, funnest mechanic in the game with enemies exploding. But I was like, man, the survivability is just not there. The game's getting harder. And then they buff poison substantially across just, the board. It's just all, everywhere poison, it, but also for enemies, does 50% more damage. So now I'm like, okay, maybe the damage output's actually going to override the survivability output. Maybe my survivability will dramatically increase because of the damage because there's Profane Bloom sitting right beside me just waiting for an enemy to die. So I was going to nix it. And I even today, before the patch notes, I'm like, I wrote in that guide, like, sorry, I'm not going to be posting a new link for this one. It's done. Poison well, sucks. no, like it's just the new meta changes aren't going. <laughs> then the patch notes get posted three hours later. I go back and I'm like, I totally reword it to I'm gonna get used to the new meta. We'll see where this one goes. But nah, I'm pretty excited about mm. it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And you oh, you mentioned bossing. Um mm-hmm. I had a post, and I'm gonna bring this up next episode because it's about a Reddit post and we could talk about it for a while, but life regen on bosses. Because it's on some bosses yeah. and it's not even a mod on some. Like you go to the Wasteland boss. He's um, he's basically Vol from Act 4. But he adds a whole bunch of extra stuff to his, to his repertoire. And he puts Chaos Damage on the ground. And when he stands in Chaos Damage, he regens his life a lot. Now that's technically not a mod. It's just something he's getting from a skill. So you don't see that. And sometimes it can be confusing, especially if you're not familiar with it or if you're trying to memorize 160 different bosses. It can kind of be annoying. So life regen is a big deal. You add maximum life to a boss that does life regen or you look at Maven and how she so annoyingly just casts life regen over and over. Now that our damage is less and boss and, and enemies have even more life again. Whew, careful on those life regen. Like, I mean, it sucks that there's bait unless you're an occultist. There's basically only one answer and that's frost bomb but which that needs to change i love that that's something that's not even part of the patch notes and we're talking about it but i agree with you yeah. it's awful and there's one skill in the game to fix right. it and that's yeah and i want to bring case. that up next episode because um it's, we'll talk it, about it, that I got for a, sure like a big reddit post you. about it with a lot of fun comments um and then yeah. again which i guess it's good every time they make a change it's for the better but they changed ailment thresholds on enemies and bosses again, like the numerical values behind them that I'll never remember or understand. But now you don't have to do as much damage to apply an ailment to a boss. Yeah, it is. And there's a lot more visual representation, mm-hmm. like you were talking with the UI changes, where it'll actually tell you the percentage, you know, for something like shock, where you need the percentage, how much of a shock you gave them. You know, the funny part about that, though, is that it we're still unfortunately missing out on the poe2 boss permanent mod list you know yeah. something at the top because um, an enemy moving around like an idiot yeah i'm probably still not going to see true. it but true yeah but it's it's at least some they did one thing further up where they actually took out some of the visual stuff which i think yeah. is actually good it was i think when you're applying three forms Ailments. of like shock chill and yeah, you only show just... one or something no it wasn't that it was just like one color oh, or something okay. I, I don't remember but anyway um, okay, I know you have a couple of things I want to bring up too, but did you see the Xana? No, I mods? skipped over it. I was nervous about time and I'm like, ah, right. I'm just going to do, um, what's the one where it randomizes it for three chaos? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Fortune favors the brave. Anyway. They got rid of what? that. It's not in. So, kidding, that would be the there. first. Okay. So, I hate you. Abyss is the first oh, cool. one. I like which Abyss. Which is good. Two chaos. Yeah. Abyss. Anarchy. 
is what? two I chaos. I never remember Again, anarchy. Cheap. Three additional rogue. Love those. Three additional Love rogue them. exiles. Yeah, bring it. Great one. Domination, uh, three chaos. You wouldn't do that. That's three extra shrines. Mm. Uh, nemesis, four chaos. So there's your nemesis. You can go get your headhunter. Uh, metamorph, five chaos. I wonder why that's always Ritual. so much more expensive. Oh, just wait. Ritual, 13 why? chaos. Delirium is the final one at 16 chaos. What is the return <laughs> you're getting in one map? 2, 2, 3, 4, 5, 13, 16. What? <laughs> I don't get what it. do you actually think you're getting? Ritual is kind of cool, but not but at 13 show, chaos. Because then you can target it. Just it shows up. It, like, uh, it shows up often enough when you're mapping anyway. Maybe if you want to actually push through, maybe what? if there's something oh, in wow. there. There's got to be know. something specific that we don't They're... play with or familiarize ourselves with because those just don't seem worth it. I could actually see Delirium having a long-term value if you want to get to the um, like Delirium boss encounters where there's 20 waves or whatever that's called. Because sure. then that reward is yep. insane. So in terms of it being long-term, but do you actually... Man, yeah, you got to... I, uh, I guess it's it. not for people like us. Can, so. I, um, can I tell uh. you something that is really exciting about 315? What? you'll now be able to see the DPS for Righteous Fire. That is the number one. <laughs> you messaged me that, and what your comment... When I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's is right. it? <laughs> Don't read the rest of the patch notes. That's amazing that you can now... And Just read this yeah, one. Thanks for actually adding the damage of my skill on the tooltip. Appreciate it. Thanks. Well, That's pretty exciting, great. though. Yeah. Now I'll know yeah. what kind of damage I do. That's... It's like a feature. It's like matters. having a speedometer on your car. <laughs> Maybe yeah, need whatever, it, whatever whatever who ah, overrated overrated now they just need to let people know that use uh animate guardian that they're gonna lose their items if it dies that's that's the next or give step. it a, a ui oh my god nice too it? what what shield did i have on you again who cares uh <laughs> I'll get you MTX anyway. weapon. I've complained a lot. It's not like real complaints, but every time MTX come out, I want it to be for shields. I feel like shields are always kind of like under the radar a bit. The last couple, I don't know, months, leagues, they've had some decent uh, shield MTX. Problem solved, just weapon effects can now be applied to your shields in MTX land. That is so cool. Very, Which is awesome. Cool. I like that they're going to eventually have it too where what you put on your main weapon can also be shown on the shield yeah. at the same time. Or they yeah, said that's right. Coming. So it's not even like That'll if you nice. absolutely love an MTX, you don't have to double up and buy it twice. And it's nice because yeah. then it can match too. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I really mm -hmm. like the Verdant set, one of the oldest MTX sets that exist. When they start coming out with new Verdant stuff, I'm like, that doesn't match the old stuff at all. It sucks. Like, like I can't. Plus, you were so limited to what you yeah. could do with a shield. So, so it's. It's exciting. Not to mention, the only thing they're missing now is let me dual wield shields. Oh, man. Jo oh, yes, please. I can't wait. Yes, please. It's got to be coming. I want two of those, like, ons ones. Those <laughs> yeah, massive ovals. that's right. You'll look like the people in uh, Dark Souls 1 in the forest area with that they had the old armor. Yeah. Oh, the double, the black oh, knights so or whatever. Those big dudes, yeah. Uh, where are you at in the notes? I'm on the UI. Oh, well, the, the only thing I have left is thank God for PvP changes. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> always it, our favorite part. Royale might change our mind. Just yeah. I played Royale. I went back and played it. And let me tell you, the conversation I had with myself was not positive at all. I was like, why are you doing this? Why? Why? Like, you're not going to get that stupid Roa. You're getting yeah. angry. 
while you do this. And I stopped. I literally had a conversation with myself going, this isn't for you. <laughs> well, you couldn't even do damage though. Like it was punch a child. I heard of tons of people that couldn't even do no, that. That was one time. I went back in and played and it's just, it, it I, I yeah, messaged right. you that after that, I was like, it's either I run around like an idiot and I can't find a skill gem because you don't start with anything. You got to find them. Or I run around and find something that I can't wear because it's, it's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, people love it. I'm happy that they've got something to play. I would rather go and play solitaire. Good game. Spider solitaire though, right? What do you got? Got to make it a little more tricky. Come on. Sure. I don't really care. UI changes. So you mentioned the non-damaging ailments applied to you or enemies now display their effect in good detail, which I'm excited cool. about. They showed an example of it. I like that you yes. see it on yourself as well. Tooltip and skill bar for the character panel show Righteous Fire. You mentioned that. Added four Old news. new free colored mouse cursor variations. And I'm sure people will bitch that it's not five. <laughs> <laughs> Go for a walk. Oh, I did yeah, not see this. Cursor size one, settings are going into the options oh, menu. Cool. And I they had that. something, I forget what good, it was, good. but whether it's like you can have a default default cursor now, like if you want. So instead of needing to go into the cosmetic screen for your character and change it for every character, you uh, there's going to be cursor options in the actual options menu now. So oh, in the UI options. I, yeah, I don't cool. remember which one's which, but it's kind of neat. So if you like all the new cursor changes, be sure to check out your UI once uh, or the options menu once 315 starts. I yeah, love and there's a lot of really, yeah, awesome. that one's fantastic. I'm going to have mine uh, nice and big, nice and big, Massive. making up for something. Uh and then there are some that are hilarious. Some of the bugs. I only have one bug. Uh, not even really because I barely remembered. I didn't write it down. But I sw there's some really big issues that are fixed in the bug report list. And I swear that there are certain bugs that they... Did you read uh, them I read all? a lot of them, yeah. Uh, there's some bugs I swear they save for when there's a really big list of bugs. Or they have something really big <laughs> to complain about that it'll get overlooked. Because like I even one of the champion ones where it was like the champion just wasn't taking the proper damage mitigation with one of its massive notables. Basically it wasn't working properly and that's the reason you take the notables. So like there's some really big ones. So I, I just giggled to myself. But uh, I figured this would be a long episode so I didn't want to go into the bugs. Um, any, any, any last thoughts? overviews i am very excited for friday even though i'm leaving on saturday yeah, you're taking your laptop um, that's better than my pc i am taking my laptop i am 100 percent planned on playing we're going to whistler instead of oh, uh, sun peaks did it cancel? fires yep uh it's yeah, bad canceled i had to like talk to them and we ended up finding a house in whistler so whatever it's at least uh at least still something but i am very excited for this league I, I you know what i say that every league and it's honestly the truth it's not just being some stupid what did they call us fanboy? before? Um, I'm 100% guilty of being a fanboy, but I do get excited and disappointed I like the and game. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure. And I, I, I think we've both been very honest when stuff is shit and that we don't agree with. GGG has never fix. made a mistake. I can't, I can't look at this and go, I hate this. This is wrong. I love that they are sticking yeah. to their guns and saying we want to change the game up a little bit. I'm excited to try new stuff. I don't think this is going to be I don't think this is going to be detrimental to the majority of players. And I think it's going to be really fun for people to now think of different ways yeah, to play the game. Hands down. A lot of the stuff that I want to say here, we talked about earlier and I'm on the same page. I think that this is just, there's so many core changes to the game that are likely going to be permanent for a long time. Maybe there'll be tweaks to them, but you know, triggers costing mana 
and flask changes that's probably going to get even harsher going forward right as things progress um you know like there's so much of this that we have to experience and experience in the long term with multiple characters through multiple content to actually see how good of a change or poor of a change it is and remember it's just like a step obviously it's not a baby step it's a massive step but it's such a big step and they're going there's so many more layers that are going to come to it afterwards cuz you can't change everything in one league so i too am very very excited and uh they're not dumb like, i think you know they, what, they're not dumb what, when they right. implement this stuff and they're intentionally timing this these fixes to be fixed together excluding other fixes that still need to come but at this time you know compared to when poe2 is coming like they're not being dumb about it so whatever the long-term value is that we don't see i'm excited to discover and we've we've said it before and people have got mad at us for saying it but we are very very certain that they're not trying to screw over their own game and i it you mentioned it earlier it takes balls to make some of these these changes when you talk about when you're just talking about the cast on damage the trigger skills when you talk about flasks these are things that have existed since the beginning of the game the way that they existed right now until 315 so that's a big deal to make that change so i i get people don't like some of the stuff and that's cool you don't have to be happy about it but i well i already know everybody's gonna play and you might not like it and that's cool give your feedback like chris said you know if there's something actually wrong give some feedback don't be a douchebag and be like you wrecked my skills and you yeah. know this is how i played it but if something's not working they're going to change it but i love that they're taking a stance and saying this is sort of yeah. the direction we want to go and we're going to see how it works and some might not work i really think there will be some stuff that they doesn't go as exactly as they planned and then they'll adjust yeah. it for 316 yeah and we'll be fine in 316 yeah, too sure uh sorry if we didn't talk I'm about excited. any of the stuff you're we excited about like crit got changed substantially and we didn't even touch it consecrated yep. ground doesn't really have the crit offense that it used to and like there's so many so many things that there were to talk about didn't get to them all if we didn't talk about it don't worry about it it doesn't matter <laughs> That's right it's just getting cut from the game no but uh anyway thanks everyone for listening i'm very excited that i i'm very lucky to be a player whose preferences are in line with where ggg wants to go like i'm excited for the game to get slower i'm excited for the game to get more controlled and i'm excited for the game to get more difficult so i'm very lucky that even if these changes conflict with my play style i know it's going in a direction that i like so uh i'm very excited to hear people's opinions as we go forward and especially to see the changes coming in 316 because these are very unexpected 315 changes Thank you guys so much for joining us for the Patch Notes and Manifesto episode. This has been, what, uh, Forever Exiled episode 93. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. You're all fantastic. Thanks for your time. We will catch you all in episode 94. Have fun on League Launch. Oh, man. Just around the riverbend. So cool. Trigger gems. <laughs>